today we're watching Wendy Wu, Homecoming Warrior. The story of another reluctant hero, which just makes you ask the question, why are heroes so reluctant? On Disney Channel Original Friendship. Come and take an hour, listen to delightful commentary, our own drunk spin. Comes totally defined But they are even better with gin and vermouth Booze! Mostly grown-up content straight from the hip It's Dizzy Channel's original friendship That was just not a satisfying cheers to me It seemed really, it felt like, dainty. reticent It felt da- dainty Like, what did we... We uh, both just looked at the glasses Sometimes you and I have very reticent cheerses I guess so. But we both just looked at the glasses like, yeah. what and did I, I do? I think, <laughs> who am I? I think for me, I kind of was like, I want to do it again, but I feel like I just need to accept that life isn't perfect. I was having the same thoughts. Like, should should uh, we do this? Okay. Should we do it? Nah. So yeah, you brought up a really good point oh. that it feels like a lot of heroes really waste some time being reluctant. They waste an enormous amount of time. Um, so we did do this little funny thing that was erased, so we're just going to do it again. But, okay. uh, so we just we wrote a little script, and we figured out how to make the first act really not drag at all okay. in these movies. Okay, ready? Adair, you have super kung fu powers and oh. have to fight a bad guy. Okay, where's he at? That's all you have to do. There's nothing left. All you have to do is say... Okay, so you're going to fight this bad guy. And then after you fight the bad guy, you can just go to your homecoming or campaign for homecoming queen, Um, which I never realized that that was a thing also until I started watching teen movies that you have to campaign. I don't think that was a thing that happened at our high school. No, you just there. I I know that in the um, in the school paper, there was the list of people who were on the court. Yeah, that you voted. Sure, I remember that, too. And that was it. It was. Uh, I never really paid that close attention, though, because. Do you think Dan was homecoming king at his high school? I know he was. Yeah. Who's homecoming queen? His mom. No, his sister. Huh. Not sure which is weirder. Ah. <sighs> <sighs> it's been a while, Maya. I've missed you. I've um, missed you. My body feels a little dehydrated. I drank too much whiskey last night, but we're not drinking whiskey today because we're just. Only slightly racist. We uh, we chose uh, sweet plum wine mm-hmm. because it was funny because Maya got in my car today uh, when I picked her up and she said, "So I was trying to think of a drink." And I, my response was, "Sweet, let's do plum wine." And Maya's response was, "That's exactly what I was thinking," which just goes to show you and I have like a hive mind. We do. We do. We exist within the hive to serve the queen. Yes. Who is our queen? Praise her. Um, Dove Cameron? I don't know. Hillary Duff? Hillary Duff. I, I, I could see Hillary Duff being the queen. Um, maybe Christy Carlson Romano. Um, sh- I feel like Christy Carlson Romano would would rule harshly but fairly. Um, harshly but fairly. Yeah. I like that. Um, I... Uh, uh, but not... Um, not Shia LaBeouf. I mean, she wouldn't, yeah. I don't know. I don't want Shia, Shia so to, to even be associated with so the So I'd say Chris, Christy Carlson Romano could be our queen, 
and I'd say the uh, the uh, the gent that plays Beans on should be our king. I loved him. <laughs> I think I think that I think that's 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 as good as it gets for us in our Disney kingdom. Like, I, well, the decom section of the Disney Kingdom, because everyone knows Minnie is the queen of Disney, and, yeah. and Mickey's the king. It's, it, that's how that's how the video games work. So, a more interesting idea is doing like a decom fantasy football league kind of thing, like a fantasy Disney league. And the I I would like to pretend that that is an original idea, but I've been watching Powerless, that new show mm-hmm. that just came on on NBC. I watched <laughs> I watched the episode that you were thinking of last yeah night. yeah and so they they have like a fantasy superhero league and and like you have to choose superheroes and stuff so i i really i don't know i feel like we should try and get some podcasts together like some podcasters together and just do like a fantasy decom league because i feel like there's i feel like there's a, a, a niche market there i agree i don't know really what you would be getting points on like number of almost kisses at the end of a film or something like that. In that case, you choose Vanessa Hudgens for the win. I feel like that's a uh, that would be an interest. I feel like Ali Mashaka would not do well in that in that fantasy league because she definitely just went for it in cowbells. I don't know. I, I'm curious about this. I think this might be an ongoing bit. I think I think now that I have stolen this idea, I, I might I might make this a real bit. We might need to keep track. Well, first we should like maybe think of some I'll some tweet. actual. Um, uh, what's it called? Uh, characters, characters, actors. fields, fields of like you know, songs, <laughs> kisses, they interception. Well, I guess we shouldn't do singing because that's just not fair unless you're choosing only the characters who mm-hmm. have been in musicals. Which, right. Let's be honest, then that's not really fair for Kimberly J. Brown, who I feel like is a really solid OG, like a classic OG D- decom character. And honestly, Hilary Duff, unless we're including Lizzie McGuire movie, which, I mean, I know we are, but I don't think really mm-hmm. people are. Oh, by the way, I just thought of the prince of the Disney kingdom, and that would be that little kid with the brag, the blanket. <gasps> Leonard! Leonard, yeah. Oh, God, oh, Leonard. good old Leonard. You know, Leah... It's not a blanket, it's a rag, so in case I, I spill something. <sighs> need to mop it up. I actually... <laughs> I, I, oh, it was really good. That voice came uh, to me, and... I actually saw two of our co-hosts from from Xenon last weekend, uh, Leah and David. And Leah, one of the probably the first thing she said to me was, "I watched under uh, I watched under wraps. You were right about it." And wow! Like, yeah, <laughs> I like it. Speaking of, we need to have them back before David leaves the country for an unknown amount of time. Is he a spy? Yeah, probably. Huh, like, that's cool. I mean, based on how things are going, I'm pretty sure he's a spy. Should we be saying this on a podcast? Eh, you know. What's gonna? What's the worst that's going to happen? I mean, there's already so many hits out on us. So, that's true. That's true. Well, we're watching Wendy Wu Homecoming Warrior. Yeah, more to the point. We're watching Wendy Wu Homecoming Warrior. It has Brenda Song in it. We also have... We started watching this long before, like, we... Like, BevMo opened. We started doing this because, like, we tried to go to BevMo to get plum wine. BevMo was closed. Alcoholism has no start time, so they need to be really aware of that. We gotta get on this. Although we did get Peroshkis and Pike's Place, that was really cool. It was really because there's no yummy. lines at eight in the morning. You heard it here first, folks. No lines. So yeah, that has a lot to do with Wendy Wu, Homecoming Warrior. We're gonna drink some plum wine right now. I'm drinking coffee so I can wake up, and uh, I don't know. 
What else? Well, we've got Brenda. We've got Brenda Song. Uh, She's she's great. From uh, at this point, she had been in the Sweet Life with Zach and Cody, with um, Jughead Jones, Jughead P. Jones, Jughead P. Jones. Uh, Man, he is really he's owning that character. That show's blowing my mind. Yeah, a little bit. (laughs) I I have to say, I don't really remember much about this movie though. I remember that she really wants to be normal, and that's like a really cool thing for them. And I remember that at one point, this guy, this warrior who was sent there, there's something to do with a necklace, I think, or a medallion. Metal? Maybe that's luck of the Irish. I don't know. But he brings these, like, sweet rice cakes or something. They're like moon... Yeah, moon cakes or whatever. And the dad is, like, having lots of feelings. And I remember, like, the parents are really... They're... They are kind of trying to over-Americanize their lives. They're not really, they're not really a part of their heritage. They, it, it's, it's very actually much like Luck of the Irish. There's a medallion. There's, you know, hatred towards your where your you own came, culture, your own culture. Um, as I re- and a replica and a replica. <laughs> For some reason, I was mixing up Republican and Leprechaun. Replicon. I like that. I, th- I think we just made a new word. Let's tweet it. Spread the word. Replicons. They sound like robots, which... They sound Republican like Transformers. Le- Republican Leprechauns would be probably... Replicons. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But also the mom works at a museum, and there's something to do with terracotta warriors. That just came to me. There's something to do with terracotta warriors. I don't know if it actually has much to do. And I think I think there's something about how the guy who's supposed to train her is kind of attractive. I feel like that that's like part of the the plot. Yeah, he's like he's like totes cute. And, totes cute. And um there's at least two bitches. At least. Are they both tr- are they trying to be the homecoming queen? No, I think there's only one girl and she's really sorry that was my Oh. Oh, okay. uh, I thought you were just farting. Uh, <laughs> it would be a bizarre. I anyway, wasn't gonna judge, man. Um, she's she's blonde and white and pretty, as opposed to uh, being um, a brunette and pretty and Asian, which is, you know, so they're like polar opposites, guys. It's just one of those things. Anyway, should we watch this movie? Sure. Are you looking forward to it? Um. Yeah, I think so. I mean, yeah. I mean, we need to watch it. I, I'm, it's not. It's hard because it's like I'm sort of like I'm kind of ambivalent towards it because I know it's not going to be awful, and so I mean, in a way, that's not going to be as fun because it's kind of fun when they're awful, like Descendants. When but, we have like those extremes of really great or just really well, bad. and I also know we're really going to have to get into talks of talks of like you know race and heritage. Like that's going to be a thing, and so. That's that's a lot of feelings, and I'm kind of tired still, so I'm waking up. So the, hopefully I'll be a little more awake. Wine. The plum wine. The plum wine, wine will wake me up. Yeah. I'm really sorry, guys. I like I feel like my energy is normally at like a nine to an eleven out of ten, because that's how I. <laughs> there we go. That's how math works in my brain. But I feel like right now it's like at a, like a, a six and a half seven, which probably makes for me being a far more approachable podcast host. No. No, you're like, fuck you. I don't like that. How are you doing, man? Like, how's life going for you? Are you asking me? Yeah. That's all right. Yeah, are you excited about this? 
Um, <laughs> I don't even know. I feel I, like I'm just I, rushed. I really don't know how I feel about this. I'm... This is going to be really interesting, guys. Yeah. Like, I was talking about how I felt like we were really getting to a nice, like, pattern of things, and I'm, like, a little worried that I jinxed it, and now we're just going to have the worst podcast ever. I said, yeah, this is great. We're, like, going into a groove, a groove, not a rut, which is awesome. It's going to be great. I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have praised it as much either. Yeah. Oh, so stupid. And we're back. Um, did we, we didn't give alternative names for the descendants, did we? Yeah, we did. Like, yeah, we did. The coffee didn't help. The wine didn't help. It just made me sleepy. This plum also, wine. Also, we recognize the racism in our drink choice that we chose Japanese plum wine in this movie is Chinese, but also lots of racism in this movie because I don't know of anyone who was actually Chinese in this movie. The grandmother. The grandmother was Chinese. Yes. And But the monk was Japanese. Uh, and... Brenda's song is Korean and Hmong, right? She's Thai. Thai. She's and Thai Hmong. and Hmong. And the brother is Korean. Yeah, that was what it was. Okay. The brother who was in Twilight. Was in Twilight. Yes, as Eric. Was it Eric in Twilight? Eric, the yeah, Eric, okay. the token Asian. That's really that was the name of that's on IMDb, guys. Alternate facts. Hashtag alternate facts. Oh, we didn't do alternate facts. This movie was really racist. Like, when her friend suggested that he, her cousin, her quote-unquote cousin, hand out chopsticks in the cafeteria. It was like... It was so racist. What? It was... This movie... This movie was... Okay, well, let's just... Uh, let's d- jump in. So, we have... No, we're not... We didn't watch Jump In. We watched Wendy Wu. <laughs> okay. I'm back, guys. That oh. was good. <laughs> so... Wendy is um, a shallow, superficial, um, Buffy before she accepts her destiny type. So Buffy before Joss Whedon. Hey, look, Great Wall of China. She's like Buffy. Oh, wow. (laughs) Also, hey, this movie is free on Netflix, so don't spend money on it. Yeah, don't, don't. I mean, I definitely would say, you know, if you got nothing else going on, you're waiting for a new season or something. Go ahead. Go ahead. Watch this I mean, movie. We, we acknowledge that it was not as bad as Camp Rock 2, not as boring as the Even Stevens movie, but... Just meh. It was meh. Um, so we have Wendy Wu. Um, she's like... Um, she's like Buffy from the movie. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Joss, yeah. Buffy before Joss Whedon. But the, no, that was Joss Whedon. Was it Joss Whedon? Yeah. Well... I'll just delete this so I sound so much smarter. Yeah, it's like Buffy in the movie. <laughs> I wholeheartedly. Oh, um, wasn't the same guy, you racist. No, no. Well, oh, yes. <laughs> I did for a split second think that Wendy Wu's father was played by the same guy who played uh, Johnny Kapahala's father. Pete Kapahala. Pete Kapahala. Uh, and... It was only a split second. I automatically knew I was wrong and automatically knew that that was racist and that that was. I mean, that was sort of like okay. par for the course today. There's just, I mean, the fact is, the movie itself is a whole lot of like not embracing your cultural heritage and laughing at things that are different. Yeah. And like also the fact that she was worried that being around a monk was going, holy crap, how did you just do that? 
I just drank a big gulp of, of plump wine. It's just wine. so strong. I don't know how you uh, mean that. Um, uh, how they were worried that their chances to be homecoming king and queen would be hindered on the fact that they were hanging out with a Chinese monk. Like, well, what the fuck kind of logic is and that? And the boyfriend equated it with hanging out with, like, the nerdiest of nerds at the school. Like, I don't hang out with Milton and... I'm sure he's a perfectly fine person, but... I totally thought you were going to say Dalton Doyle. Doily, whatever his name is. Doily. Dalton Doily. Yeah. But that would be interesting, that little cross thing. Um, a Riverdale, Windy Woo crossover? Yeah. yeah. I like interesting. it. Interesting. Well, I mean, Brenda Song was in Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. This... This movie was garbage, though, is really what I will say. It was garbage. I'm not going to say that it was it was a horrible, terrible travesty garbage. of a film, but it was garbage and um, kind of disappointing. I haven't seen it in years, um, and I remembered some of it, but it wasn't very good. And there was a lot of, like, weird self-hatred there was a lot of like what happens when um immigrants come to this country and try to completely assimilate into american culture and that means that they push away their own culture like the father uh getting upset over the mooncakes mm -hmm. he didn't want to eat the mooncakes because they but were they was... reminded him of his giving up his chinese culture it was aggressively that way but in the most boring way possible this movie needed lavar burton to direct it it did because like there were like some moments that could have been really strong emotional moments like with the grandmother and wendy and with the parents when they're eating the moon cakes but that was not the case i just sort of, i mean i basically judge decoms by the level of conversation you and i have outside of the decom like, that isn't involving the decom. Like, if yeah. you and I are able to have, like, a fully coherent conversation about something that has nothing to do with the decoms, which we did. We had, like, three. That, that means shows, that this movie is yeah. boring and not interesting. Like, because I'm pretty sure even Stevens, it was very similar. It was literally us just retelling our favorite even Stevens episodes. And me falling asleep. And you fell, you fell, like, hardcore asleep for 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, you missed some weird moments in that movie. And this movie, uh, we both almost fell asleep. But I, did not. I just got really, really cozy because um, Saturday. Saturday, it's Seattle, it's raining. Yeah, I mean, but it's like that nice rain. When I was driving into downtown today, I was like, it's like one of those calm Saturdays where it smells like the sea and the seagull. you can hear the seagulls and the boats. Mm -hmm. But it almost feels like because it's, it's like in the 50s right now, but it almost feels when it's like these rainy days that the city's kind of sleeping in. Which yeah. is kind of nice. Like, when it's sunny, it's, everyone's up really early. Like, although we did see all those people jogging. Those crazy humans Just disgusting. jogging. disgusting. But... What's wrong with you? So, it's like, it's a sleepy day. Like, it's definitely one of those days that you want to drink some plum wine and watch a really bad decom. Although, I totally thought you were suggesting we watch another decom after this. Because <laughs> I was suggesting our next movie. Yes. For another episode. Not... And I was like, no, the time is not now. Wait, look, do you want to just sit and watch Jump In? Let's just jump in. I, I, I literally thought that was what you were suggesting. Then you were trying to explain to me what was the movie that was like Cyrano. Let it sing. Let, let it shine. Let, let it, it shine. shine. Let it shine is like Cyrano de Bergerac, but, except it has a happy ending. And then she said, so it's like Roxanne. 
do you guys remember Roxanne? If you do remember Roxanne, like shoot us a tweet, post on our Facebook, or uh, send us an email at Dizzy Channel Original Friendship at gmail.com. Yep, that's or yeah, or uh, at Dizzy underscore channel, mm-hmm. or just a Dizzy Channel Original Friendship on Facebook. If you guys remember Roxanne, I know that that's weird and has very little to do with Disney. Um, nothing really to do it has, with Disney. Yeah, it has very little in that it has nothing to do with Disney. But I'm also just curious as to uh, who you guys are. I'd love to have you guys tweet at us. I mean, yeah, there's, sometimes they do. Or like um, maybe Facebook. Ooh, we should get, we don't get any Facebook real posts, well, you know? No, we just get a lot of people like commenting on things. We've been really neglecting all of our social media, though. We'll we get, get on, on that. that. Yeah. We promise. Uh, maybe someone can start a fantasy decom league with us, though, so we get a little more invested in it. How many kisses really... were missed in this movie? Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's really hard and, like, moderately exhausting to keep up with social media, and I know there's a necessity to it, but some days, it's just, it takes all my energy to log on with that little bird button and scroll down to Disney Channel Original Friendship and... You know, do that. Some days I forget. Some days I'm really lazy. Last, not Some last. Days I'm just really busy. Yeah, two Saturdays ago, I did not leave this couch the entire. Like I took a bath. That was like the only. I had what I call a fat day. I had a lot of Taco Bell. Nice. And I, and I slept on this couch. And did you postmate the Taco Bell? No, my mom brought it to me. <laughs> I'm gonna say that is pretty equal and is awesome. Actually, it's a little better, because if you had postmated the... That's like uh, a certain... Well, the thing... What the audience of this podcast does not understand is, there's a Taco Bell four blocks from my house. So, it's really a certain level of laziness that means I'm not getting my own Taco Bell. Also, Valentine's Day, totally got Taco Bell. Valentine's Day, I got Jack in the Box... And a bottle of Chardonnay. I think we seem really... Cheap Chardonnay. We seem like really cool kids right now. I did beer. I think I did beer. Yeah. I did beer and Taco Bell. Nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just decided that that's what was going to be my night. Uh, Jack in the Box and cheap Chardonnay. And, um, and then I watched... I tried to watch Inner Space... It's on uh, HBO right now. Cool. What's it about? Uh, it's a really old movie. Not really old. It's from the 80s. And it has Martin Short and Meg Ryan and um, um, the main character, whose name I can't remember right now. Kurt Russell? No. The other one. During that time, that was very popular. Not Kurt Russell. The other guy. Um, anyway. Tom Hanks? No. <laughs> but it's about... Like a, a fighter pilot experimental guy who gets shrunk down and um, accidentally injected into the body of Martin Short. Oh, and hilarity ensues? And hilarity ensues. Also, there's bad guys after him. What's going to happen? I'm going to assume that love conquers all. It does. It, I am really good at things. It actually does. It's I'm really, really good. good at things. Yeah. So that is similar to this movie... What was that called again? Wendy Wu no, Homecoming. The movie Warrior? you're talking about. Inner Space. Inner Space. <laughs> we, 
It's Wendy Wu, Homecoming Warrior. Uh, so let's just do a rundown um, of this movie so people can understand and not be confused. Okay. We got Wendy Wu. She's got two best friends, because girls run in threes, and um, they are enemies with Jessica Dawson. Jessica Dawson is a straight-up bitch uh, and wants to ruin Wendy's life for some reason. I guess in second grade she's been doing that stuff. So she's running for homecoming queen against Wendy and campaigning pretty hard. Which is, she's like, yeah, like, I just, she like got a guest spot on the weather station, on like the news, she did the weather, like she made cookies and cupcakes, I don't know, it's just, what I have to say is like, I have to feel bad for her because, like, if you think about her story, you can get back to the plot in a second, but she makes cookies, she makes cupcakes, she gets a, a, like a guest spot on the weather, gets possessed, Wendy quite literally does no campaigning, never brings anything, and is very clearly preoccupied with this attractive guy that has, like, come into her life and also then breaks up with her attractive boyfriend who doesn't ask Jessica to, like, be his girlfriend. Like, uh, so she's not even a thought for him. And so all of that happens. She gets out of her possession from a weird creature and finds out and is still very aware that she's not going to be homecoming queen except that Wendy basically decides like she has better things to do so she gets like pity homecoming queen like I have to say I feel a little bit bad for her because no matter how hard she actually tried because she actually tried Jessica actually tried even though she's a bitch and she was unpleasant she actually made an effort to campaign and it to was try like, to clear be, she, like, she still fucking lost. She really wanted it. And Wendy did absolutely nothing. Like, she spent that entire evening making cupcakes and then decided not to take them with her because Jessica made cupcakes. And, like, it would have even mattered. Like, it might have even been to her benefit. I mean, I don't know how much more to her benefit. To Wendy's benefit, it would have been. No, like, because maybe people thought, like, Jessica was too needy, and that's why they did it. So if, if Wendy had done it, maybe they would have been like, she wants it too hard. It would have balanced stuff out. I don't know. But it was, I felt, I also, I agree that, like, poor Jessica. I mean, she was a bitch, but, like, she didn't deserve that. No. I mean, being possessed seems, like. Well, really nobody traumatic. really seemed to mind being possessed. Let's be real. Well, what I liked Everyone is, was fine. All of yeah. What I liked is like all of this stuff happened while she was possessed, and still like she. But somehow she absorbed the information while she was still possessed, so she knew that Wendy was homecoming queen. But she'd been <gasps> possessed during that. Oh shit! Right. Plot hole. But no one else. No one else retained the information of when they were possessed. Maybe it was because of the long-term possession by the Yeah, because everyone else, it was like maybe 30 minutes, unless that dog. I think the dog had quite a long amount of possession. It was like from the night to the next morning. And the dog probably remembers everything. But, like, we can't hear it. We can't understand. That dog was traumatized. Yeah. The poor dog. Poor puppy. I don't even know the dog's name. Okay, so sorry. I interrupted. You were telling the plot of the movie. Continue. Um... Okay, Jessica's a bitch, uh, and then all of a sudden, some dude shows up at the door. Dude in a bathrobe. Dude in a bathrobe shows up at the door and pushes himself, really. Well, he didn't push himself. He's just super fast. He's got super fast kung fu powers and, like, sort of zips into the house. And Wendy's not having it and starts to fight him. 
and gets him out of the house. And the thing that really got me is that, like, how does she know how to fight? I mean, she's, like, 16 years old. And I got to say that if some, if me at 16, some guy forced himself into the house, I, I just would have screamed really loud. Also, nobody got up out of bed. I have to say Grandma, that, Mom, Dad, nobody got up to see what the commotion my was. My main issue with that whole fight was not that the, no one got up out of bed, but when it, everyone was so dusty in the fighting sequences. Yes. Like, I just remember watching it, and I'm like, why, is, why are they so dirty? Because every kick, dirty. every kick, it was just like pillows of dust. <sighs> so silly. I get that they're like trying to be like kung fu about it, but it, it was really frustrating for me. Um... So she pushes him out of the house. And so he goes and is like sitting on a neighbor's roof and like spying and creeping on the house. And um, um, the brother, who's a football player, comes home from work and he has been possessed by. I'm sorry, I don't remember the bad guy's name. I don't remember either. Um, But she gets. But he's possessed and so. He bursts in and he produces a glowing jade energy sucker ball. Yeah, they were. I don't think they really paid enough attention to know Wendy's energy away, or like the spirit of the warrior away, or something. I don't even know what was going on there. But Shen, he got it from the mm -hmm. the museum, though. Shen, yes, because there's a big Chinese exhibit at the museum. That was just delivered to the front door and like, like a, a fucking security pizza. guard signed for it. It Literally. wasn't even in a box. It was just like this ornate box that clearly was like ancient and there was no like packaging or anything. He just handed it to the security guard and he signed for it. I'm like, that's. And he's like, oh, I guess I'll take this downstairs and put it with the other antiquity. <laughs> like, what? Like, it was a fucking pizza. Can you sign for this? Yeah, I guess He so. didn't sign for the pizza. He didn't pay for that pizza. Oh, that's true. That pizza did not get paid for, but, but he so ate Wendy's it. brother delivered a pizza, and so the weird green-eyed energy, the jealousy energy, was uh, was transferred to him. Green-eyed monster. Yep. Let's just call him that, because I don't remember his name. So the green-eyed monster w- had invaded Wendy's brother, um, Eric from Twilight, and he comes home. He's gonna kill Wendy or suck her warrior energy out or something. I don't know if she was going to die from that, but whatever. So yeah, Shen... I'm really not sure. Like, they didn't really stipulate what 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 was at stake for her. Like, they said that she had to beat him, but they didn't say, like, oh, you're going to die or, or your weird warrior energy internal glow is going to be... T- I don't know. It was weird. I don't know, but... Uh... These are issues that I have with this plot, but also maybe if I had paid more attention, I would have known yeah well i tried to pay attention but it was really complicated i mean the racism was just really baffling that just really kept hitting me pretty i mean all that my all the microaggression of it it was just like uncomfortable so but we see one of the most so shen silently breaks into the house and then so quickly silently fights this guy like they're like Blap, blap, blap. Fight, fight, fight. For um, for a good long time. And Wendy's just sleeping through the whole thing. Not only is Wendy sleeping through the whole thing, the dog's just like sitting there and watching. And I think I can speak as far as the dog's here. 
If some guy, if you were sleeping on this couch, some dude breaks in uh, to suck out your warrior powers, and then some other dude breaks in to fight that guy, um, these dogs would freak the fuck out. Like, let's be honest, if you came into upstairs from being downstairs, not even breaking in, just being in the house, and to get, like, a seltzer from my fridge, my dogs would flip out. Yeah. Uh, they'd rawr, rawr, and you'd be like, what's going on? Oh, my God. <laughs> They're fighting. Uh, maybe Wendy knew that they were fighting and just was pretending to be asleep. I mean, it was really bad fake sleeping. Have you state. ever Have you ever just pretended that you were asleep, like people are talking and stuff around you? and you? Were... No, because I'm genuinely such a tired person that if I lay down for any length of time, I will just fall asleep. But what if they wake you up? Do you ever just, like, decide that you're not going to wake up? That you're just going to keep your eyes closed and No, I'm a really level. heavy sleeper. Nice. Yeah. Nice. It's taken years of practice. Um, I'm good at falling back asleep lately. That's been my thing, is that I can wake up and then fall back asleep. I have three dogs. I have to, you know, I, be a good sleeper. I wake up at, you know, between three and four in the morning to go to work every day. That's really gross. Don't it say is stuff disgusting. Like but it's just, it's just how things have to be. That's my life now. It's my life now. Um, so I've gotten very good at waking up and then immediately going back to sleep once I get on the train. And then waking up again as soon as I get to my stop. Then, yeah, hmm. etc. And then starting my day. Um, once I'm up, I'm up. Yeah, it's Once good. I am up, I am up. Woo. Woo. That sucks. That sucks. Uh, so anyway, they have a silent kung fu fight. Wendy sleeps through the entire thing, um, and uh, the and the green eyed monster invades the dog's body. Dog leaves the house. Dog leaves the house. Very uh, brother's like, huh? I'm home from work. Okay. I bet he got fired from work. I think he lost his job as well. He leaves with a pizza to deliver, and then never comes back. Does not collect any money for that pizza. Like, I just can't imagine that he kept the job. Uh, so then we have uh, the next day at school. Uh, Shen is trying to get Wendy's attention. Wendy runs away. And she also then, plays soccer and shows that she's awesome kung fu abilities. Also, that was like the lamest soccer game ever. It was terrible. It was so bad. Like, they're like, mm. I mean, even like, I'm not a sporty person. Okay, guys, full disclosure. I am not a sporty person. And I could play soccer better than them. I, yeah. I mean, it was terrible. They are not footballers at all. Um, so we have that. So Wendy shows some more prowess. And then Shen's like, all right, all right, all right. You want to know how you were able to do that? I know. I know. <laughs> Apparently plum wine will make you turn into Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> My face. <laughs> well, I sometimes wish our podcast was a video because the faces I make at times. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. It's enough to make you laugh, which makes me feel skilled. Shin's all like, all right, all right, all right. High school girls. I get older, they stay the same well, age. He, he, he doesn't get older because he's just reliving the same life over and over again. That's very he's true. He's reincarnated like a ton and dies at like 18 all the time. All the time. Yeah, so he basically explains that there's this like routine of this, the the warrior that is Windy Woo now. 
and was her great grandmother. He teams up with her and they fight this this creature, and they do it every you know certain number of years, and then he always dies. She she wins, but he dies. He has to sacrifice himself to ensure her win. Yeah, and so they. She doesn't seem to take a whole lot of seriousness to the fact that he's going to die. She does for like, she's like, oh, that's a bummer. We should go do fun things. Because you're going to die. Let's go to the mall makeover. And that makeover sequence. That makeover sequence was awful. Because it was just like one awful hat after another. It was all like hats and And double popped polos. Terrible. So, so she, like, but she slowly starts falling for this dude and becoming a better person. And like he, but is he, she really? In theory, but like she trains and it takes her like two days really to train. Uh-uh. We never f- no, it doesn't take her two days to well, train. Well, she starts it takes training her like three or no, four. No, her hours. intensive training after the pool party oh, is like right, a few right. hours. But she was training for like a day before because she was like, I think we need to continue my training because she almost gets accosted at the pool party with a green orb. Oh yeah, yeah, as yeah. you do. Because so, she got jealous. Oh, and also there is a medallion. She has to wear this medallion to protect herself from the green creature. But she got super jealous of Shen dancing, dancing with, with this, girl. Like this girl who had sort of like a I, Caribbean I was accent. trying to figure out. I thought it was like New Zealand. For, I do not know what that dialect was. It was kind was. of Caribbean It was super random and, then and she's made like, no hey, sense and was never Shen. addressed. And he's like, you know my name? That's what he said. You know my name. She's like, yeah. You want to dance? And she's like, we're together. And he's just she's like, like I, I thought, thought he was your cousin. cousin. She's like, oh, yeah. yeah. Which he's not. Like, let's be honest. She, he's not. She has a huge, huge, big old crush on him. Like, it's gonna make things super awkward post movie. Yeah. Because she's gonna have to tell everyone. Okay, guys. So he's not like my cousin, cousin. It's just that like. He's known my family for, for a really, really long, long time. time, but we're not like blood related, so it's totally okay. We're banging. It's not gross, guys. I swear. Yeah, it's a little gross. <laughs> it's gross to be sleeping with anyone that you called your cousin at any time, or someone that you're like he's like a brother. You don't sleep with people like that. You just don't. Try not to. Is the thing, guys. Try not to say someone is like a brother to you if you find them attractive. And that's the lesson that I've learned from this movie. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just okay. I'm uh, just bloody bloody now. Um, you can cut this shit out. No, I'm um, keeping it. Uh, no. So long, sorry, long. Um, she gets trained, but then she's like, she finds out that the battle is going to happen at the same time as homecoming, and that also she won homecoming. So she was like, nope, I'm going to homecoming. But then she finds out Shen goes by himself, and four of her teachers at school have been. Uh, randomly inhabited by monks, like ancient monks. I training, they were training they, her. Yeah, and they come and they tell her about it. And then she goes and fights, and then she basically breaks the cycle by, like, killing him forever. And so Shen's, Shen, he actually, he had a good line when they were, like, halfway through the battle, and he's like, I was wondering why I was still alive. Um, <laughs> which I was like, huh, morbid but great. And uh, by killing him completely... Shen also will no longer be living a reincarnated life. This is his last life. And so then it's like, hey, bo- uh, boy, you don't have to be a monk anymore. And then they hug. and A long hug. And then the grandma's like... like Dis- it's like a Disney makeout. Uh, um, 
and well, then all the teachers and then and then stop the, being possessed. Well, yeah, and then the grandma's like, "Mooncakes on me," and that's and then I, I feel like there should be like a, a laugh, and it should all freeze at that point. But that's basically how the movie ends. Well, like the teachers who have been possessed for I don't know forty eight hours at this point, they get unpossessed and they're like, "What's going on?" And grandma's like, "You're all coming to my house for mooncakes," and they're like, "Oh, okay." Like makes sense. Like, you don't remember two days. Do you, are you guys married? Are you married? What what happened to your home? Like, did you go life? home to your to your spouses and like what? What happened there? Like that's a, a, a whole separate story of like what happened when the principal was possessed? What happened or not the principal? Whatever. Whoever they are. Um, yeah. But they're just like, okay, I guess we're getting mooncakes. Let's go, guys. Ha 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 ha. And then it froze. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's the movie, guys. So, Maya, was it worth it? No. I mean, yes. Here's the thing, guys. It's always worth it to, to do the podcast and to hang out and to drink a different delicious concoction every time. But... It would have been better if the movie was better. That's all yeah. I can say. Was it worth it for you? I'm um, yeah. I really I liked hanging out and we've had lots of good conversations today during the movie. Mm-hmm. And so that had nothing to do with the movie. Yeah, I'm but yeah, I'm feeling I'm feeling good. I uh, I'm ready for like a different movie. I think I th- I think we need to watch something that we're gonna enjoy. <laughs> Lemonade mouth. We should do that soon. But yeah, I mean, it was it was a chill day, and it was a great it was a great time. Lots of racism. It's it's very interesting. There's a very fine line between it being like a deep film, at, like for like like I think Smart House captured a lot of emotion without like going too overboard but i think when the the idea of heritage or identity is approached there's a really fine line of kind of a racist insensitivity that seems to occur well it's and they didn't have like um um what's his face's friend who like made the 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 comments of like well at least you guys got paid type of stuff about the the irish it was um there really wasn't, Wendy didn't have that outside friend, which they usually do in these type of movies, where there's the outside, um, usually sassy black friend who's mm-hmm. like, what's going on with this shit? Yeah. Why people be crazy? Jeez. You know, that kind of person. And um, Wendy didn't have that. She was very insular, very isolated from her friends. And so they didn't even know what the hell was going on. Yeah. I think this movie definitely would have benefited from like um, a a dumb or a sassy friend who had been. A Sam, like in Johnny Tsunami. Exactly. Exactly. I felt like like her and her brother were the, uh, the only people allowed to be of a different like nationality. Yeah. Like in their school. And then that. Because like and they, then that everyone... Caribbean girl who danced with Shen. And that's it. Yeah. But so like, I mean, I she? think I think you need, you need a reality check kind of friend. Also like Ryan Merriman's friend in Luck of the Irish. Yeah. She, yes. Who had a very ambiguous like Is origin this, story. But yeah. Are we saying that everybody needs a black friend? 
Possibly. In these movies. I mean, period. But think, also in these movies. I mean, yeah. I think that would be helpful. It, it, what's odd is that it what it's it's generally the the black friend who's like, man, let's just sit down and talk about this stuff for real, or is this really a good idea? Should you really be doing this? Um. The although there was just the nerd kid in Thirteenth Year. Jess, yeah. Jess, um, and he was not African American. Yeah, um, true. But that that movie was really really whitewashed. Thirteenth year so white. Decom so white. Decom so white. So uh, yeah, I mean, it's it was it was interesting. I kind of it's I feel about how I thought I would feel about it honestly. <laughs> like yeah, that's fair because neither one of us, both of us were like Ugh, we were kind of like know. ambivalent about it, which and, kind of makes it fun in its own way because we're like I don't but, even know what to expect but I mean it wasn't fun in the way that Descendants was fun where we just like hated on it that movie was it was something wow Descendants but, 2 coming soon oh my god yeah oh, we're gonna hate watch that so bad yeah. I'm hoping it's better than Camp Rock 2 though yeah me too I mean, but that's a very low bar to set for it a bowl of shit on a screen is better than Camp Rock 2 like, for two hours. I don't know. If we just had that Nick Jonas song, like, the entire time. That that song was good. Nick Jonas is good. He's great. That's all I'm going to say. He's great. He's great. I, he uh, A song of his was playing on, on the radio at my work the other day, and I got kind of excited about it. <laughs> I don't know. Nick Jonas! No, I just, like, I knew the song, and very rarely on the radio at work do I know the songs, unless we watch, or unless we listen to, like, the, like, the 60s, 70s stations, which then I'm like, yeah. I know all these songs. But, yeah. Um, anyways. So, if you were going to retitle this, what would you call it? Uh, the Green-Eyed Monster. Hmm, I like it. I would call it... Wendy Wu raced an iron. Ooh, topical. Yeah, right. It's pretty good. It is pretty good. That was the best part of the movie, <laughs> and it wasn't well, part of the movie at all. We are gonna start. We are gonna start doing some sequels pretty soon, or or trequels. Um, triquels. Triquels. Because uh, I think we need to do High School Musical too. Mm-hmm. We need to do Cheetah Girls too. Mm-hmm. We need to do Z3. We haven't done Cheetah Girls 2? No, we haven't. What? I think it's because, like, hanging out with Rory was, like, really jarring for all of us. He does own a vacuum, though. Which was... Guys, I just really want, I want you to know that. That he does own a vacuum. I well, saw Well, he it. moved since last time, so he might not own a vacuum anymore. Do you think maybe he got rid of it? I think it's possible. Hmm. Listeners need to know, I think. So we should probably uh, delve into that. And find out if Rory has a vacuum. Mm-hmm. So we're going to answer the big questions. Does Rory have a vacuum? Is Lars sexually attracted to Zac Efron? Will Leah get more drunk than she's ever been before? We're hoping the answers to all these questions are yes. An affirmative yes. Uh, I'm even... sorry, I just... Imagining Lars with pictures. I don't know. Of, he was talking a of, lot about Zac Efron after that. I'm just imagining him with like posters on his wall, like a teen teenager of Zac I Efron. I could totally see that. 
I could with totally, no shirt on. Just like, <sighs> I, I could totally see Lars pulling that out. You know what's funny is like so many of our our podcast uh, guest hosts like live in the same area now. Like, well, I mean, Leah and Lars live together, so we could actually go to their house next week and just record a ton of podcasts. <laughs> I like that you're actually wow. thinking about this as a thing we should do. Just like a party day. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we felt a lot of things. Check out our Twitter. We we live tweeted a bit of this. It's at Dizzy underscore channel. Feel free to rate, subscribe, uh, leave a leave a, a comment on iTunes. Uh, go to our Facebook. Uh, email us at Dizzy Channel Original Friendship at gmail Yeah. I mean, I, we never, like, do the whole spiel, so I like, feel like Like, let we us know what you're thinking, guys. Yeah, or just, or don't, and just send us your fantasy decom league picks, and mm-hmm. we'll figure out a game. If we can get enough people involved in this, we will do it. We could but, even just have some, we could even have, like, a drinking game that goes along the lines of these. Like, every time we have a missed kiss, every time... We have to finish your drink, then. So that way, at the, at the end of every movie, we're, like, downing a drink. Because there is always a missed kiss. Although, the boyfriend, there was a scene where they were about to kiss, and it was it looked like it was going to be a missed Well, it was a missed kiss. But then, he goes in to give her a kiss, and she turns her cheek, and it looked like she purposefully turned her cheek, not that it was, like, a, a decon They got choice. interrupted. She turned her cheek, so he just kissed her on the cheek, and then she went, mwah, mwah. You guys know what I mean. You just made me hate this movie more. Mwah. Yeah. Hey guys, I'm Wendy Wu, homecoming warrior, and like I really want to be the homecoming. Queen. I like that your Wendy Wu impression is very similar to when you were making fun of me earlier. <laughs> you guys sound really similar. Oh, do we? Yeah. Noted. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, it's not true, guys. That's not true. But Maya was making fun of me, and it was with that voice. Because that's the only uh, voice that I'm really good at. That, and I can say, potatoes. Yeah, she was talking about potatoes. Potatoes. She wouldn't stop when you guys were gone. Never leave me alone with her again. Potato. Potato top. Dizzy Channel Original Friendship is produced by Mad Scientist, Maya Millslow, and Adair Rice. Theme song by the incomparable Cameron Ferry. Dizzy Channel Original Friendship belongs to Secret Weapon Productions and should remain locked up there. Copyright 2016. All rights reserved, y'all.